0: want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time it's easier than you think open display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide just go to opendisplay.com for a free account to get started this is the ad hero podcast the podcast that reveals marketing tips trends and techniques by industry experts, insiders,
1: and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop
0: and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge
1: your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit AdSymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E dot com. Let's get started. Think of the powers of, like, the internet and maybe even radio and even billboards, too, about how PG&E was just able to, to get all this out, all this news out, come uh, October 7th.
0: You know what? Let's, let's, let's what? talk then about now. that. Let's, let's, let's talk about how in my opinion and and this is not what we're starting out on to do this episode but i think it's important because i think public relations falls into uh, a lot of what we're doing here with the podcast and you know a lot of people want to, uh, really want to zoom in on silver bullet pieces of advice right? and kind of how to's but i think that general kind of strategy or like hey cautionary whatever is can be really useful so diving straight in i feel pg&e is going about this thing the completely wrong way
1: when's pg&e ever been right (laughs) 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 did you ever see that movie with um julia roberts and she played that woman that went against pg&e
0: i know which one you're talking about Good movie, uh, actually. It actually was pretty good. I did watch that. Uh, yeah, I, I had to watch
1: it first college, uh, a long time ago.
0: What was it's, that? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue,
1: Aaron Brockovich. Was that it? Aaron Brock. I don't think
0: it was Aaron Brockovich. It couldn't have been Aaron Brock. I think it was
1: Aaron Brockovich. Oh
0: my god! Really?
1: I think really? I think either that's what it was called, or it was like the tale of. But the the, the point is, is that she it tells the story about how she exposed how oh, a yeah, town Aaron- was getting uh hurt by the lack of whatever it was from PGE.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um Matt Damon tried to do his own kind of Aaron Brockovich movie not too long ago. Uh in fact I'm on the internet right now. I apologize everybody for the clicks and the typing. Um but I want to get this title right. I think it came out in 2018. Um Maybe it was before that. It wasn't, it wasn't downsizing or any one of those ones. It, it, I think it was Project Greenlight, maybe. I don't know. It was something where he was working for, like, like an oil drilling company uh, or, or a natural gas or energy company. And they were talking about going through a town and, and uh, just basically trying to get the permitting and paperwork down to do it. But, you know, it was like, oh, we're going to have all these environmental implications here and, and all these things. And that's all the movie was about. I didn't see it, but I assume it was probably one of those moments where Matt Damon, as his characters, because he always does the same thing where, like, do I continue on with my, my mission or do I, like, go for the greater good type of thing, right?
1: Sounds like a typical Matt Damon movie. At least, at least from the last... Uh, decade? Maybe eight, yeah, ten years, within ten years. I mean, yeah. down, I never saw Downsizing, but I have an idea what that could be like.
0: I think downsizing, realistically, I think that, that pitch was probably like, okay, look, hear me out. We're going to take inner space and make it funny. And that's yeah. all.
1: <laughs> We're going to take inner space yeah. out of inner space. <laughs> yeah. And so okay. it's the world.
0: Yeah, there was a good Rick and Morty reference to that on uh, on that episode, the Rick Churian candidate, which I'm always going to remember that one, because that was the one, I thought it was genius. It was the one where Rick got into a fight with the president. Mm. And just yeah, because my one of my favorite voice actors plays the president, and I just anything he does, especially when he can laugh and and say "you kicked me in the balls," makes me like just laugh, dude. I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> Was that season three?
0: Yeah, that's season three. That's the episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so getting back on task, everybody, uh, welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're your 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 leaders of the league here i'm rivers and i'm jimmy oh the internet froze i don't know i hope that picked it up that's gino giovanni everybody yeah, yeah. uh it says it, my
1: name right there too
0: there it is that's right. right hey um wait on my screen it's this way am i pointing oh, that
1: way no see i got you on the other screen oh. okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> for those yeah
1: got, for I edit this a lot
0: um we're not gonna but edit anyway, yeah raw dog on this one yeah yeah, but um, so getting back to, to everything here with PG&E and diving in with that. All right, so this whole thing about the power going off. Is your power off?
1: No, my actually, my power's still on, thank goodness. Like, I'm actually really surprised it's on. I actually really am.
0: And before some guy out there besides to be super smart about, like, well, of course your power's on. We're on laptops, all right, self-sustaining batteries. So... That's um, right. I, mean, I just want to call that guy out there because he's out there. That person is out there, and I know they're just like ready to hit the keyboard and yeah. The keyboard warriors. Keyboard warriors. <laughs> <laughs> <The fancy laughs> well, I, I
1: don't like is when someone tries to. Uh, if I made a comment like that, like I did, would have had like years ago. Um, oh, I'm already typed. Oh, you're like a troll or something like that. It, it, <laughs> well. Don't you have to do it consecutively to actually be one of those types of people and like ready to go, like ready to pounce? I think so. Uh, yeah, but, I would think so.
0: It's, well, that draws a line it's like, the line. like
1: Just because you. Uh, what was that? I
0: don't know that was weird, but it, I think that draws the line between being a troll and then like trolling. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So yes. If you're going to be a troll, I think you got to like be about it and do that pretty regularly. I mean, I. I I don't troll people as much. I don't think I actually ever really troll people like officially. I don't think you do. No, no that's kind of outside <laughs> my realm, but I do have like this 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 veritable arsenal of gif images ready to go and memes that I just put up online. They're just and funny, but
1: I used to do that to a friend of mine who we believe like in the circle of friends of ours has, well, I don't know. We we think he might have some kind of like bipolar like after all these years, like he might have some kind of bipolar cuz it's kind of weird how he goes from one extremes like the other uh, yeah uh but but it, it never been diagnosed not that i know of um but yeah i had these memes ready to go or like a collective of of memes uh that would like s- switch around so yeah i know it i know what you're talking about i started seeing of,
0: uh pg and e memes people there i, I thought one where was like hey pg and e advises uh possible power outages in these parts of california and it's just something like scribbled with a red marker across the entire state you know yeah. well you know you, they look if it's, you know we're talking marketing
1: right and like uh yeah i guess in a pr sense even though that's you know can be subject to it if it's marketing or not uh they do do and if i can go back on here they do do a good job of explaining like okay who's going to be affected and who's not well no i'm sorry not who's not going to be affected but who's possibly could be affected so like for example my mom lives 3 hours north like in uh, el dorado county i believe oh, yeah. and so i saw her town or whatever it was on that area so i immediately called her or or texted her too and and just hey like do you have power you know what's going on and then eventually she she got back to me. And no, she does not have power.
0: Oh, man. You know what? I think that... But she I, knew
1: it, it, it was coming. So...
0: I think we should probably add a little bit of context for some of our listeners or viewers who are not necessarily in-state here, you know, because we're here in California. Some people don't even know what the hell PG&E is, right? Um, even though they're huge. But... Let, let's go ahead and rewind just a little bit in right. the situation. So we're we're here talking about PG&E and, and my my stance on the way they're handling the situation is that they're doing it terribly. And so what's going on is that with the current extreme danger of fires in California because it's been very dry, we haven't had any rains yet, and with the winds kicking up, I mean these are ideal circumstances for for giant you know wildfires and brush fires to start. So. In a preemptive strike, I feel, PG, and, and also in the interest of safety, right, PG&E came out and told everyone, hey, uh, we're going to be shutting off the power uh, in preparation uh, of really high-risk fire days. Now, here's where I feel they did a bad job. It because in the past, you know, we've, everybody's had rolling brownouts, right, like in the middle of summer, the worst time you're going to do it, all that kind of stuff. But PGE PG&E or, or any power utility just kind of trickles it out there. Like, oh, hey, FYI, guys, there might be a couple of brownouts, maybe a few blackouts, you know, just between these dates. So just, just be prepared in case, right? Eh, eh. This time what they did was they straight out just came out and like smacked you in the face and said, hey, we're going to shut off the power for up to five <laughs> days. Be prepared. And that was it. Like it didn't trickle it out in this ambiguous, like, hey, there might be intermittent – power shutoffs. It was just we're gonna turn it off so we don't start any fires and we don't get sued again. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. That <laughs> so that's that's the way they're handling it, I think, was a really bad way. The coworker um for Bail Bond's business I work at, right? She 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 said that a friend of hers has been running internet ads saying like, hey, he's got generators ready to go. And so people would just come, he's got like seven of these things left, right? Just generators ready to sell. He's selling them for like $600 a pop. And I mean, you gotta watch, you gotta look at what happened here. PG&E just went against their grain of saying, okay, let's not cause a a massive uh, panic, essentially. And went directly to that. I mean, I was getting imminent danger alerts on my phone yesterday.
1: Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, I got the alert. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, what? That's not that's not mitigating things in a calm fashion. You know, if you're going to, if you got bad news for people, like I'm going to put you on the hot seat, man, because I got tons to say about this, but what if you were a big corporation and all you had was bad news for millions of people? How are you going to deliver that?
1: <laughs> well, you can go into Adsymbol.com uh, <laughs> and click on through open and Get a billboard ready at least a week before your uh, campaign and then put out the message, which is what they probably should have done throughout the whole entire state of California.
0: Honestly, that probably would have gone over a lot better. That probably would have gone over way better.
1: Because like the more I've learned, you know, and it's a tough thing to do, but the more transparent you are with people, they may not want to hear what you're saying, but it's better than something erupt. it's difficult. It's difficult to be transparent. It
0: really is. Well, it's not what you say, but how you say it. It's how you say it. So when I'm getting my phone, "Eh, eh, eh, imminent danger, power, like that, that's not cool. But if I had gotten, and even, you know, the emergency uh, alert system went off and and did that too. I was watching TV and my my daughter's trying to watch Moana and, you know, and um, things, things interrupting. If instead I had just gotten a text, just a regular text alert from my, my provider just said, Hey, uh FYI intermittent power shutoffs between these dates. Plan accordingly. And I went, oh, okay, fine. All right. No big deal. Uh I think most people probably would have reacted the same because it's to that point now where it's like a massive panic thing. People are going all over the internet, going nuts. Uh I'm sure PG and has just stopped answering their phone for for like the, until the weekend. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now, look, people in Silicon Valley, like, we can survive without TV, internet. Yeah, I know it's tough to do, but it could be done. It's actually kind of a good break to put your phone down, you know, instead of, you know, taking those selfies like this. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but you know what, though? Like, I worry about things like refrigerators. Users, mm. uh just to see like light you know i mean i got candles i got flashlights you know but it would be just great but that being said going back uh yeah you know what the messaging is is a huge thing um how can you effectively bring out your message but in a calm way and you know i think you kind of hit it on the head uh, You know, like how like like what should the messaging been on a billboard? In your opinion, there's a question for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. I like those ones. Um, Honestly, I think that the most the more for a situation like this, the more impersonal, uh, shorter delivery would have been perfect. Where you drive by by on a billboard, you know, and people, uh, anyone listening or watching, remember, if you're going to advertise on billboards, these things are flying by at anywhere from you know 40 to 120 miles. <laughs> They're really fast. They're flying by really fast. You have seconds to get the message across, right? So PG&E they just been really factual about it, kind of impersonal, and just said, you know, high fire risk, shutting off power intermittently between these days. You know, plan accordingly.
1: Kind of like kind of like those other. Uh, you know on the freeways they got those other not billboards but they're like those digital messages oh, yeah. like if there's an accident uh, it's Christmas time, drive safe
0: yeah, buckle things up like.
1: they did on the Simpsons
0: yeah, watch things on the freeway yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did it on the Simpsons though, they had a sign connected to the uh, power plant in case there was like a meltdown <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> it was like they did like three messages and one of the, the last one was something like, um, uh, the core explodes, uh, repent sins. <laughs> 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 what if, what if PG and E just decided to be, they wanted to be funny about it. Cause Hey, let's be honest. Sometimes in advertising and, uh, people can take things the wrong way. And especially in these days and age where a lot of people just have a, big old chip on their shoulder or or very sensitive
0: yeah. you
1: know let's so not forget about those sensitive people uh <laughs> but uh what if they had like a guy like this mm-hmm. you know and then uh, it said it said you know warning and then been like we're gonna turn your lights <laughs> <laughs> out know, it's not funny but it's like you know it, it, it that could really i mean one, that could really get some people like like questioning, like, what are you talking about? That would definitely turn some heads. Definitely PG and E's phones would start going off the hook. I guarantee it. <laughs> Website would probably shut down. Mm. But then if they would have just cleaned it up and been like, hey, no need alarm. Lights are go there's a there's a shutdown with the lighting or something like that, you know, yeah. quick to the point. I don't
0: know. What do you think? I think kind of zooming in on that, microscope zoom in, uh, I think that they would have... People are comfortable with things happening in timeframes. So to say they're comfortable with absolutes happening in kind of undefined types of things, which is like, hey, we're absolutely going to shut off your power. But... It might happen somewhere in this in this time frame, and I think people were like, okay. But um, to just come out and say, we're going to shut off your power for five days, people get a different message. Just like you, you're just going to kill my power for five days. Like, what about my food and everything? And to zoom in on that food point, I saw another message that said, "Hey, PG&E is trying to work with your local communities." to establish resources. FYI, these places are open for the hot temperatures, blah, blah. blah. And it was like, oh, cool. You're trying to, all right, cool. And then they messed it up because at the end it just said, you know, uh, if your food spoils, well, sorry, we're not responsible. It's like, oh, dude, like way to go PG&E. And I think to your point about just kind of like being able to laugh at themselves, really, I think PG&E is due for, uh, for an image makeover, uh, resuscitation, I think, because let's face it, nobody likes pg&e at this point they're they're more like your like your trash cleanup guys of the 1930s you know picking up more than trash and, and they got a lot more going on you know what i mean so that's why there
1: needs to be competition you know, yeah. you, know you know american competition you know it it it, it whether that's solar I, I i you know to this day i mean i've not really studied it much i don't really know if that even works much according to some people it does um but it, they're just not. This has got to be a different company. It's got to be a, a different company that can come out, do a different thing. What PG&E is doing, and create some competition. Because let's face it, it's, it's a monopoly.
0: It's a monopoly. It's a monopoly. It totally is. I mean, and, and so uh, a lot of people think of PG&E when they hear PG&E, they think uh, mostly their their entire state. PG&E is. Really mostly here in the Bay Area, there's a couple pockets of safe, like for example, um, the city in Santa, uh, City of Santa Clara has their own uh, power utility and all that kind of stuff, right? And their rates are super awesome. So, like, people love to live in Santa Clara. That's why Silicon Valley happens there because people are just sucking up all this power and they're not losing an arm doing it, right? And, and Santa Clara is just like, yeah, you know, we got the capacity and you guys got the dollars. Let's do this. Uh, instead of PG and E, goes out and says like, you know, we have the capacities, you guys don't have the money, but we're going to ink it out of you every way we can. You're just like, ah, and it, that's, any you see that? Like I perceive PG and E is like this money grubbing, like entity that doesn't know what they're doing anymore. You know, it's like, oh, you guys can keep the power going, but nobody likes you. Nobody's happy to pay you guys. Nobody wants to see you succeed except for maybe your employees. Right.
1: Mm. Well, you just reminded me uh, Santa Clara has their own power plant.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. My buddy works for uh, for I've the been there. power municipality. Yeah, it, what a weird thought—the little power plant right there in Santa Clara. People wouldn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> amazing, just amazing.
0: So let, what, let's let's try to figure out a couple of takeaways here for some people as we kind of discuss the advertising aspect and then the PR aspect, right? So. And we had to drill it down to like three things. I think for starters, I think uh, the first thing to to talk to people about in their advertising is be aware of of your damage control situations. Like Hmm. if you put something out there, don't think about, okay, let me put out this ad and then what's going to be my ROI on it. What you're going to expect to see from putting up the ad. Think about, how can this ad be misconstrued? How can people possibly get the wrong message and how will it affect me? Yeah, so that's point number one. Uh I've got a point two and three lined up, but I want to see if you got anything for for the for the folks out there.
1: I I, I would probably just piggyback off what, what you said. Um the messaging just needs to be uh have some kind of empathy and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put, I'll submit that one in there and uh, uh, you know, just need to be transparent and Hey, look, we're sorry, but uh, this is what needs to do in order to secure your safety. Uh, I, you know, that, that does not create too much thought right there, but you know, just off the top of my head, just something that's, that's just concise to the point. And if you have, if you want further questions or answering, just refer to our website or, you know, give us a call just because, it 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 you're right they have to they have to somehow create a better customer service feeling or a uh uh pr kind of feeling uh if that makes sense yeah. uh, d- d- uh throughout the whole cus- customer base uh because otherwise hey i mean i i i could see now with people in a regular home being like you know what if this is this is what's going to cause or this is the kind of stuff that, that they're going to keep doing to us. And and let's face it, people have been through a lot with PG&E over the years that they just do not like. They might take alternate uh, ways of getting their energy. Why yep. not going through pg and I'm
0: gonna, I'm going to have to put a tack in, in that part and remember it because I want to make a note on that in a second um, about the alternate energy. But the two other things I want to pop in there, uh, and I think that was a really good addition. Yeah, like... No, well, my message was, again, to just kind of think about how the message could be misconstrued. And then you tossed on and said, you know, hey, you got to be empathetic in your advertising. Like, realize where people are at and, and kind of be aware of the audience sentiment of your business. And, and just be aware of that. It's kind of like a comedian getting on stage and reading the room and then saying the wrong thing, right? So the other thing I would add on is is just make sure your message is complete dice you got to say say it in the right way and this ad's effective right otherwise because there's a lot of noise out there and if you've got time to to put out an ad and have a video going and uh and and whatever i mean dude i i watch most ads when i'm in the bathroom because i've got a moment to myself to just scroll mindlessly right and Everybody has about three seconds to get my attention. Now I see a, a shiny boom, boom, boom and I'm like, okay, I'm watching. And then after that, if it falls apart, it's, it's, it's just done. Like I don't, if I, if I can't figure out who or what the ad is about, I'm done. I'm not watching it anymore. I don't want to have to think about my advertising. Just give it to me so I can move on to the next thing and then make my decision as a consumer down the line when it serves me. Yeah. got a preach you with that.
1: But I think it's great. It's great. Actually, not bad at all.
0: But, um, But so besides, uh, besides making sure you deliver the right message, be empathetic and then deliver your message effectively. So that's pretty much like the good three things right there. Um, I guess I kind of touched on my last point, which is actually just be aware of the audience sentiment. How is what, how is you putting yourself out there going to be received? Do people like you? You know, if they don't like you, are you advertising to help build that trust to help build that? that reputation, that recognizable image, you know, that awareness? Uh, and if you're not, you know, are you doing it to fix something, right? Uh, so going back to that that thought I want to put a pin in, did you know that PG&E actually clamps down on people trying to try and generate their own stuff?
1: Is that right?
0: Yeah, there was a guy, wow. like, heading towards Santa Cruz, right? Um, and who cares? There's nothing but highway and hills. And this dude put a windmill in his backyard. Yeah,
1: yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, I was just thinking that a lot of people do actually.
0: Yeah, you know, PG&E got wind of this guy's windmill because they noticed like his usually just boom fall to the floor, and so PG&E shows up kind of like, hey, like uh, it's a nice windmill you got there. Yeah, who uh, told you you could put that up? Right now unfortunately this guy he was a smart guy uh he could build the windmill so he did he didn't go through the proper channels the permitting the red tape all that stuff so pg had a case uh along with the county and they said hey you know it's un-un uh sanctioned i guess uh construction on the property blah blah blah. take it down not cool but yeah it was like really dude you're gonna, you gonna make and they sat there and made this guy like chop the thing down and then they find oh. him because he didn't remove like the foundation of the pole, it's just mm-hmm. like, wow, PG&E, like that's brownie points all the way right there, guys. Like you know, way to in- incentivize everybody to not find alternate sources of energy because you guys suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much where I hacked today. Did you have anything else for for the, for all the listeners and viewers as we do more of the video stuff here?
1: Uh, you know what, just real quick, we got back from TechCrunch this last week, and uh, a lot of us in the office just, uh, you know, chugging away, and it's hard to get back into the the, the swing of things, because I think a lot of that conference took a lot out of us. However, um, you know, we are open, uh, got to display, open display to a lot of people, and uh, including some people that are from other countries that want to do business with us, and I really like that. Um if you are in the business of advertising, want to expand your advertising realm and you want to get into billboards, which hey, a lot of people who contact us, in fact, at least the majority of the people I talk to never put a billboard up. They want to know how it works. So you log on to opendisplay.com and we will show you exactly how everything works. And if you want additional information, you can always call our hotline. Um oh I just forgot the number right in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: eight, but uh, seven, seven, nine screen
1: thank right? you, thank you. Uh or email us. Uh I mean heck I could always be emailed genoadsymbol at gmail.com. I believe erish can be emailed Arish at AdSymbol. At 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 gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yeah. Uh you know, and then and then plus we have inquiries on our adsymbol.com website. We have a live chat as well. So that's like five, six different ways to get a hold of us. Um, you know, Not hard and to then, find. Yeah. Not hard to find. Plus through Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, even Pinterest. We're all on there. So we can be found in a lot of places, including Ad Hero right here on Anchor.
0: Yo! <laughs>
1: all right. <laughs> or iTunes or Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the point is, we're just everywhere. And if if you're a company or a startup company, usually is what hits us up. And uh, they want to know how it is to get on the billboard and what they have to do. Yeah, just contact AdSymbol and we will show you. And uh, by the way, it's very easy when you go on the opendisplay.com. At Th- this point, I really want to drive home just really quick. When our website is the one-stop shop for you, for your digital billboard experiences. And we're not talking digital billboards on like the side of a street or something. No, like we're talking like high traffic, uh, 100,000 cars around, if not more each day, Uh, places like Times Square where there's lots of walking traffic. So this is the platform where you can look at all the available digital billboards or even though I guess are unavailable, um because sometimes <laughs> they get bought out for the rest of the year and they only got a few months left of the year. Um but this is the place where you can go and look at the available digital billboards around the whole country. And if there just happens to be one that you know of that isn't in our platform, we most likely could add it. I'm not going to say 100%, but I've seen it done, you know. So we are in what 208 cities, 51 uh markets yeah. and growing growing people so use our platform to take a look and see what is out there and what can work for you okay uh some people like to think of us as a uh, uh okay well what's this company got to say about the cost of their billboard there's no no, no 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 we're not trying to cost we're not trying to price sell use our platform to for your experience to find out which billboards work well for you uh the cost of them and what cities you can be in. It'll it, it'll save you a lot of headache. It'll save you a lot of time. And it's actually, you know what? It's actually really easy to go through. You just go to opendisplay.com, create an account and start having some fun with it.
0: <laughs> right on. And I uh I wanna I wanna put an offer route to everybody as well if they get into open display or they just want to talk to us uh about their advertising, talk a little bit of strategy, uh, uh anything like that. I want to put this out there to any of our listeners um, that we will go ahead and do a free design for you. Uh, you're, we'll, we'll go ahead that's and do a billboard ad for you. That's worth uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's, that's usually a service that uh, runs right around $500. Uh, Starting. Yeah. To start. Yeah. Oh, man. And those renditions, they run you. So uh, any of our listeners just mentioned that you heard us on the ad hero podcast. And um, let's go ahead and chat and we'll get you guys hooked up with some free designs for your advertising. Whether you want to put it on a billboard, you guys want to take it digital, uh, take it to social, um, whatever it is. I mean, we're here to help you guys. We're not hard sellers. We got nothing to sell. (laughs) We just open. We have a gateway and we're just providing you guys that gateway. And we want to help every business who is ready to go ahead and step up and get themselves out there to do it and to do it well.
1: The platform sells itself. OpenDisplay.com remember that
0: all right so with that fellow heroes uh, these are your leaders of the league I'm Eris Rivers and I'm Gio Giovanni all right signing off another episode of the Ad Hero Podcast uh, in the books (laughs) see ya you've been listening to another episode of the Ad Hero Podcast if you like what you hear please share with a friend family member or a weird co-worker down the hallway if you want to get in touch with us we're easy to find on social media at handle ad That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E. You can also send us an email at adheropodcast at gmail.com.